This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. This is The Brew. We're live, so get involved in the comments and the chat and make sure you're hitting that like button. Joining me today is Mr. Dave Pritt. How are we doing? Not too bad. Yeah. Much better than last week. But last week? What happened last week? I was on the watch along, but I was a bit hungover. So. Oh, was you? Yeah. A bit delicate? A bit delicate. Fresh as a daisy today. No, you've not even had that many beers today, have you? We're about eight. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing well. Also <laughs> as well, finally back on the channel is Lauren Page. How are we doing, Lauren? I'm good. I'm all right. Thanks yeah. for having me back. Finally. No, well, we've been trying to get you back on for a little while, but we've been <laughs> saying, Sort of uh, calendars haven't yeah, no. matched up, but you're back on today, so it's good to get both of you on here and talk about the transfer window. I think, unless I'm gravely mistaken, United have done all our incomings. I think we've done our signings. Um, so we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about the players we've signed. We're going to sort of give ourselves a little bit of a, a rating, whether you rate this transfer window, what you think of the players we've signed, if there are, you know, any flaws in it, what you, you know, what, what's been good and what's been bad about it. Also, as well, we've still got to see if anyone else ends up leaving because there's still a few players. I think the likes of Donny van der Beek and, unless I'm mistaken, Eric Bailly, I think, might be on the books still, which is a bit of a surprise and everyone thought he'd be going. So make sure you're getting involved in the comments and the chat. Now, um, our social media guru, Alexi, just informs me that the club have, ju- club have just done an announcement. That, is it from the official, was it an official one? Oh, there you go. Oh, no, there you go. I can, I can see that. Sorry, I forget how this works. Um, Sergio Reguilon has signed up for the 23-24 season. The club have announced that four minutes ago. That's a done deal. He's coming in from Spurs until June 2024. I presume he's got a break clause in his contract that we can give him back in January. Is that, can we get that confirmed? Can we find out? Mm. Um, this is a one-year deal. I don't know, though, because it's a, yeah... So I don't know. We'll we'll try and work that one. If you know, please get involved in the comments in the chat. Um, I've spoke about this this deal this morning on the um, on the paper talk, and we spoke to Damage Seth and uh, about it as well. And I said that whilst it's not the most exciting aspect of United's transfer window, bringing in someone who's probably third choice if everyone's fit, this is the one that makes sense, or one of the ones that makes sense because whilst you wouldn't go for Sergio regularly on. If Luke Shaw was available, if, even if Tyrone Molassi was available, you might not bother. You need a left-back to come in, 
an option, a quick option. There wasn't that many available. There was Cucurella, we spoke about, Alonso, which I didn't want for a no. multitude of reasons. Regulon is obviously the one that, that's ended up coming. What do you make of it, Lauren? Do you sort of, do you sympathise with Ten Hag or do you think we could have got a little bit better? No, I think I get it. At the, t- at the point of this transfer window now, I think he's the best we could probably get. Cucurella mm. was a big fat no from me. Same with Alonso. Yeah. So I think our safest option really we need someone right now because yeah. we've got no one so i think it's a pretty good signing to be fair yeah dave what do you think because like lauren was saying there the options they're all flawed cucarella yeah. have an absolute stinker at chelsea marcus alonso is one of the most detestable human beings playing football and also i don't think he's that good um regulon you could argue he's been a bit bang average but they were all slightly flawed hence the reason they were available where, where do you stand on it? Well, the fact you said he's like third choice, I think if he's happy to be on the bench a bit and know that he's not going to be starting every game because we've got other players when they're fit, yeah. that's kind of good. You know, I'd probably rather seen Brandon Williams stay there, but he's not going to want to sit on the bench. He wants, even if it's where he was going to hit Twitch, hasn't he? Yeah. With McKeer McKenna. Yeah. Uh, well, he went, he, Brandon Williams went. And like an hour later, the announced Luke Shaw was injured. Yeah. It was like, but part of me was thinking, we cannot just recall Brandon Williams, but I'm guessing Eric Tanag, I think he could have done that. I'm guessing Eric Tanag doesn't really fancy him. Yeah, and I, I think he wanted regular football, and I think under McKenna, he'll probably get it there, won't he? Yeah. Because when McKenna first came in, he made, well, Angel was captain, but when, when he went up to the 21s, he made uh, Brandon captain straight away. So McKenna, just for people that don't know, McKenna was managing the under 18s. Under 18s and works with Brandon Williams. Yeah, he worked, well, he had him as captain quite a lot and yeah, he always had him as a leader there. So I want, it's not that surprising that he's gone there. But yeah, I know he wanted first team football, well not, f- yeah, first team football yeah. playing week in, week out and he wasn't going to get that at United, unfortunately. I know he had his spell a couple of years ago or was it last year or the year before? No, it was about three years ago now, wasn't it? Yeah. We've had Ale- Alex wow, Tellers and Tyrone yeah. Lassie yeah. come in since then <laughs> to, 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 to motivate Luke Shaw. <laughs> but yeah, if you're him and I know it's your boy, club and you'd look in about where do you want to want your play do you want he's, he's, you know it's not going to happen if it's been that long so I think it's a good mood for him and getting him in now it's like I say if he's happy sitting on the bench for certain games I, you can't really argue with that can you no he gets a bit about press sometimes Brandon Williams I like him you, you've met him he's a nice lad um, obviously he wasn't going to get much football under Eric Ten Hag but hopefully he can go to, to Ipswich and get his career going again. Uh, just on Sergio Regu, I've got some quotes here. He says, in life, you have to be ready for everything and the chance to represent this great club with such an illustrious history is one that I could not turn down. Having spoken to the manager, I know what he needs from me and I am ready to play my part in helping the ch- team to achieve success. Excuse me. I know that I can contribute to Manchester United this season. I am ready to fight for this group and show everyone my qualities. I mean, saying the right things there. John Murtar as well um, said a few bits and pieces, but I'll just wrap it up. He goes, he has good experience in both the Premier League and in European competitions, so he's ready to come into the squad and perform straight away. Am I thinking this kid isn't eligible for the Emirates? Does anyone know? Can we try and find out if he's available for... I, I have a feeling he had to be done by midday today or something for that. I might be completely wrong here. So if, that's, if I've just made that up, then please let me know. Um, but we'll try and find out if he is eligible for the Emirates. I've got a feeling he isn't, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, let us know what you think about the signing of Sergio Reguilon. Um Oh, he is available. There you go. Oh. Confirmed. He will be available to face Arsenal on Sunday. So he's available. Rasmus Hoyland's available. So there could be a few debutants in a 
you know, one of the most difficult games of the season. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know how good that is. Yeah, no. I think he's more excited in looking at a new centre forward than when he I mean, getting a third choice left back is not like Woo Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of pressure on Hoyland, isn't there, going uh, into this? Of course game. There, of course there is, yeah. I don't I wouldn't expect him to perform straight away. It's, it's coming into a new league and stuff. But, um, I wish most United fans felt like that day, mm. but I have a sneaky suspicion it's in that everyone thinks he's going to score a hat yeah, trick. Yeah, uh, if he has a bit of a stinker or not even just a, a not a very good game, I think they'll be on it. We'll, you know, you know, it's not like he's been injured or anything either. No, and it's not like he's <laughs> what is he nine, twenty or whatever he is. He's only a kid, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, but it's exciting that having someone like him, you know, fresh pair of legs up front. We've not had that for quite a while. When's the last young striker we brought in? It might have been Martial. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Because he's been here forever now, yeah. and we still yeah. think he's going to have his season. Well, yeah, no, 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 I don't no. think we 23 <laughs> goals in a season once, don't forget. What do you make of the pressure that's on Hoyland, uh, Lauren? We'll get into the signings in a minute, just while we're on the topic of Hoyland. Because he's going to start, um, well, he's going to play. I don't know if he's mm. going to start. I presume he, you know, I actually think he will. But he is going to feature. We've got into this scenario now where we're not really scoring goals with our attackers we've had a few goals but they've been sort of spread out amongst other players so we're looking at our strikers and, and what the, what we're lacking he's coming in young player nine goals in Syria last season so it was okay but nothing yeah. to make you think also me and um it was I think it was me and Joe Smith talking about this earlier. whether he likes it or not because his name's very similar because he's a similar age ish because he's Scandinavian, he's blonde. He's blonde. He's quite. <laughs> he's quick. He's tall. He's going to get compared to Erling Haaland mm -hmm. unfairly. Yeah. But he is going to, and that isn't going to help him because Erling Haaland's just a cyborg. He's obviously got a lot more experience in top, you know, top level football than this kid. So yeah, are you worried at all about Rasmus Haaland? I know I'm painting a pretty bleak picture for him, but it is concerning for me. I think at such a young age, I think he has got very high expectations of him when he comes in. I think at a young age that could be quite hard on a player, but I hope that kind of the club and Ten Hag protect him slightly in a way that if he doesn't start off great, they don't just drop him or anything like that, because I think the fans as well can really get on a player's back very quickly, as you were just saying. So I think there is high expectations of him. There is a lot of pressure. I can't say I know he's going to deal with it because we don't. So hopefully he does, but I think it is quite unfair on him at such a young age for these expectations. No, you're right. I'm hoping the club... You know, remember Fergie, we used to look at the personality players, didn't we? You know, when we bought players, yeah. Fergie used to say it's not just the, their ability. You've got to know they've got the right temperament. I'm hoping the club have looked at that. Yeah, I'm yeah. Hoping they've done the a club bit aren't really saying, listen, this guy's going to do this, this and this. It's no. Obviously fans who are saying it. I think, you know, we've got to give him a bit of time and... You know, be sensible, really. Sensible, <laughs> time, patience, talking rubbish, man. Uh, Peter Kelly says, I get getting regular on due to the injuries of Sean Malassia, but why then loan out Fernandez now as there's no backup if Regulon gets injured? So is this Alvaro Fernandez? I don't even know what Yeah, we just let um, Gerardo go as well today, haven't we? Yeah, so, it's, yeah, that does seem... Um, Charlie McNeil, our mate's gone as well, hasn't he? Mm. On loan. As well, so we'll get into. In fact, I can give you quickly. Um, it looks like Fernandez is set to join Granada uh, on a season-long loan. Um, Gerardo has gone to Espanol permanent. permanent. Yeah. Do you, are you, you, you well upon yeah, you? Are you surprised at that? Um, not really, because the way we were talking about getting players in and in his position, it's like, well, what am I going to do? So yeah, I'm not surprised. Going to Spain. Yeah, I think it's a good move for him. Yeah. Uh, Charlie McNeil is going on loan to Stevenage. Again, do you think that just makes sense? 
Um, I think his his issue has been obviously at under eighteen level. He's brilliant. Where we got him and Hugel at the same time. Hugel was obviously the bigger player. I mean, in stature, not in you know physically, not as in yeah, as in like the name or yeah. whatever. He went to play twenty ones, more physical. Probably did a little bit better. McNeil was banging in goals for the eighteens, but when he stepped up to twenty ones, he's always struggled a little bit. Putting him in a team like Stephen is, you know, the teams he's going to come across going to be quite physical. So I think it'd be the best thing for him. Hundred percent, I agree. I think Charlie McNeil's a very, very talented player. Hopefully, he can reach the heights that he's um, that his potential promises. We've not even mentioned as well. We've had the Amrabat. Here we go. I don't think. I think we just sort of we did a video just before it happened, so we sort of we'd talk about it now. Um, Lauren, Sophie and Amrabat. What's he like? Is he any good? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> do you mean you don't watch Fiorentina every week? Well, like most of my timeline appeared to do. Because I've seen him for Morocco, he looks all right. And I've seen a couple, well, I've seen one game for Fiorentina. Um, but there's a big, there was a big, massive clamour from a lot of United fans yeah, to get yeah. this kid in. And I'm hoping it's because of how good he is. I mean, I've already seen the clips on the internet, but they don't tell you anything. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember Gabriel Obertan clips making me think <laughs> he was the next George Best. Um, how important do you think it was to get that deal done? Just for cover for Casemiro, a different option, especially with Kobe Manu. I know he's a different type of player being injured, yeah. and Mason Mount as well. Yeah, I think we did. We still need to bulk up that midfield. Um, we need the rotation. Again, I said that last season on here. Um, I have heard, I don't know this, but I have heard like his passing ability is really good. Right. And we were lacking a lot of that last season in the midfield. You don't need passes. What's up with that? Hey, that's crazy talk. <laughs> You're right. It does feel at times like there's a lot of pressure on certain players in the in the team and to, to sort of they, they don't get it going. Yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure up. on Casemiro at the moment. A lot mm. of people are got a few words to say about him because he's been quieter than usual. Yeah. And it's like, but he bangs in a goal and he's the best again. It's so basic that argument, isn't it? Oh, he scored. Oh, he's minute again. Like, yeah. like what? What? He's four years old. <laughs> like he's he's one of the best. Defensive midfielders around. You know, he's um, been classed since he joined us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get the sort of sometimes you look at players like. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Because he is so good. Sometimes I've criticised him. He can do better. Yeah. You know, and obviously the suspensions is one thing, but we know what he's about. And I think having Amrabat come in, whether that is rotation or play alongside him, is only going to help um, Casemiro. Let us know what you think about the signing of Sofian Amrabat, because here we go now. He's just, that's like an official announcement, isn't it? I think. The only issue is, I think, is once everyone gets fit again, is how is he going to have space for all these players? I think if everyone's fit by January, you might see a couple more people go. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't, if Mane is fit, Mount's fit, fully fit, Casemiro's going, Ericsson's going. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Do you think maybe Champions League if, there's, if it's kicking Potentially, off? Potentially, but I mean, there is a lot. But you need, like, if you look I at. I know there is options, yeah. but there's, uh, there is a lot of options, I think. I think, yeah. I mean, we are, we'll get into it in a minute anyway about outgoings and incomings, but I think that's the sort of issue you want. Yeah. You want options, yeah, don't you? Yeah, definitely. What we had last season was. Remember when Ericsson got injured and it was like we missed him, didn't we? 
like there wasn't anyone who could come in and sort of do that. Now, you, you, ideally, you'd want two similarish players who can play in, a, in the same position, but we've not had that for a little while. And like Casemiro's been our only real DM. And it's someone yeah. under the age of thirty as well. That's just weird, and I don't know what's going on there. Um, Jerome T Green says Rasmus is a United fan from being a child. He'll run for us until his lungs give out. I think he'll smash it. Good stuff. Uh, Abinav Verma says Amrabat will play AFCON also. We want to play 60 matches. Yeah, just on that, um, it looks like Onana's going into the AFCON or he's going back to Cameroon because he had a little fallout with his international manager. So we might see him go out um, if, if he plays in the AFCON. He might not be available for a few games, but then we've brought in this kid the, from Fenerbahce. Is it by Alte? By and there, um, I'm a, I know I'm pronouncing that one completely, pronouncing that one completely wrong. Um, so yeah, he might get some games as as well. Um, let us know what you think about the signing of Sergio Reguilón and Amrabat because let's face facts, if we've got a here we go, it's it's a done deal in it. Simon Cowie says, Jay, we will still be two players short of having the minimum depth needed, which is 35 players, and that is one right back and one striker, so we can rotate and cover for injuries. Right, let's get into it. Let's just talk a little bit about some of the signings we've made. Um, so, if you go back to the sort of the start of the window, Mason Mount came in relatively quickly. Mm. Bit of a left field one. I don't think anyone, until we were linked with him, was expecting it. It wasn't an obvious one, was it? Because you yeah. thought we don't tend to buy. I know it does happen. We don't tend to buy many players off Chelsea. It's no, it was, for me, it was a strange one. It, when we first heard the rumours, I just thought there's no chance. He was like Mr. Chelsea, wasn't he? And yeah, he mm, just yeah. didn't expect it. But yeah, I was when he came. I thought yeah, he'd do a great job. Probably not had the best of starts and got the injury. But I do think when he comes back, a few games and he'll push on. I think he'd be all right. Yeah. What do you reckon, Lauren? What did you what did you, what did you make at the time of the Mason Mount signing, and what have you made of it since? So I wasn't too impressed. He's never really excited with Mason Mount. Right, okay. I know it's probably an unpopular opinion, especially with Chelsea fans, but I've just never really looked at him and thought, this guy's class. Yeah. So then when we got him, I was a bit like, oh, God's sake, here we go again. Like, why do we need him? And then I don't know whether his injury's a little bit, how do you put it? He's not been playing too well for, for us, so has he? getting an injury to take the pressure away from him. Oh, you're into conspiracy. You yeah, a little bit. He's fine, maybe, but actually, Maybe not fine, but maybe... He's like, I've hurt not myself. As, not as well, bad you as don't, he... Uh, you know, just to, takes the pressure off him, just doesn't it, for leg. a little bit. I probably need a yeah. few weeks off. <laughs> right. I'll, be, I'll be fine for England, though. Don't worry about exactly. that. Because, you know, I'll, I'll get my England caps. But maybe, I mean, listen, um, I was like you. I, when we were first linked with him, me and Steve did a video for his channel, and I was like, no. Do you know what I mean? And then when we got him, I was like, yes, what a great signing. Um, but one thing that made me warm to him was the, the sort of outrage from Chelsea fans. They oh, were yeah. really fuming that they lost him, not just because he's a, you know, an academy product, but because they rated him. If you look at the difference between how they reacted to him leaving and Kai Havertz, it was night and day. They didn't give a toss mm -hmm. about Havertz. And Mount, they thought was a very good player, and then you can say, oh, you know, he's... he's He's a Champions League winner and his, his numbers are, are relatively decent. Yes, he had a stinker last season, but the entire team did. So do you give him a bit of a pass there? I think it's safe to say, you know, we'll have to wait and see how it pans out. Yeah. But it hasn't been a start where you go, oh, that's a really good start. No. He's, you know, he's done okay in patches, should we say. Not, not, think, not it, others, I know it wasn't the great, I think we just I'm, you know, wait and see what happens it wasn't the greatest opposition but I thought he looked alright in pre-season then when the league finally started he was just 
a bit off the pace. It's just yeah, it's it's annoyed me in pre-season when he missed that chance. Oh. Not because I'm not like, people. Miss, it's just it start. You know, you see, see something like you think it starts to build a narrative, doesn't it? Do you mm. know what I mean? You know that you thought. I remember watching yeah. that. I think we were here. Was it Longs again? Who was it against? I can't remember. Yeah, was it? Against? I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember. remember. It was at Old Trafford, wasn't it? Mm. And uh, I remember, I think it was, I might be wrong about that, to be honest, I can't even remember where it was. Oh, we, well, yeah, I just I, remember it was put I, on a plate for him. Yeah, well, I, absolutely. I saw the replay because we were in Ireland. Yeah, I can't remember, but I remember watching it thinking that's going to get clipped up. Chelsea fans are going to be loving mm. it and it's going to start building this narrative of, oh, he's, he's been a disaster. Then you had the first game against Wolves, which is pretty underwhelming for everyone. I didn't think he was that bad against Wolves, but then the knives are out a little bit and people are going, oh, what's Mason Mount doing? Obviously, we'll lose the yeah, Spurs game. Like you say, though, everyone had a stinker in that game, so you can't yeah. really blame him for that. No, I think people underestimate as well the difficulty when you come from a club like Chelsea, which is a big club, but it's not the same as United. It's just not. In the terms of stature, so pressure, he's coming in that number seven shirt as well. And for the first time in his life, he's got a, a big price tag on his head because obviously he didn't have that at Chelsea. So there's lots to deal with there. I think he's a good player and I trust this manager. The manager obviously wanted him got him because he was available it wasn't like it was sort of thrust upon him this was it very much felt like the manager drove this transfer so hopefully he will come good anyway as you know right smooth sack summer is almost almost over but before it ends don't you panic right don't worry if you need to make sure you've got a smooth sack dave because our friends at manscaped the leaders in the below the waist grooming have the best tools for the job when it comes to giving yourself a smooth sack this summer so you can join the 8 million men worldwide, and I think that is pretty much the entire male population of the planet Earth, 8 million, using the code HOUSEN to get 20% off and free shipping, because Steve might not be here, but his legacy lives on. Um, because I know what you're thinking, what do you get, right? It's all right getting 20% off and free shipping, what am I getting? Don't worry, I'm gonna tell you. You get the performance package, not 1.0, not 2.0, not 3.0, 4.0, yeah? The 4.0 performance package, and in there, you get the lawnmower 4.0, you get the crop preserver, the crop toner, you get the boxer briefs, you get the shed travel bag, you get the weed whacker for your nose and ear hair. Men of a certain age, Dave, you're edging towards that I've age. I'm it. already there. Help sort that out. And also, nail cores, nail clippers, no. What is this, the 1940s? No, no, Shears 2.0 to sort your nails out, bro. Come on, sort it out. Um, and you put it all in the shed travel bag. You look the business, you feel the business, you smell the business, it's just, Everything you could want from Below the Waist Grooming, Manscaped have got you covered. So go and check out the link in the description. 20% off, you get all those goodies, everything I've spoken about there, and it is just in time for when it goes to Smooth Sack Summer to Windy Autumn. I don't even know what that means. Anyway, go and check out the link in the description. 20% off and free shipping using the code HOUSEN. Thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast, and your balls will thank you. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Neil Crowe says, should have gone for Orban Taremi as backup striker. Uh, Andrew Miller, welcome to the Academy. There's extra content on the Academy, don't forget as well. Um, Ant L says, Bayern have had the window we needed. Bayern Munich doing bits, aren't they? Yeah. I think they got the striker we needed as well. Well, should we get into that then, right? Because we got um, Mason Mount. In fact, no, let's tell you what, we've got Mason Mount. Let's try and do it in, I think this is in order. I'm probably getting it all wrong. Sorry? Order. Oh, you got the order here, thank you. <laughs> Right, so we got Mason Mount, then it was Andre Onana. Lauren, Onana comes in, how excited were you? Oh, can't even tell you. Really? <laughs> yeah, honestly. See the difference there between Mason yeah. Mount, you look like yeah. you're ready to hit me. <laughs> when I asked you about that one, you couldn't have been less infused. <laughs> <laughs> like watching Onana in the Champions League, I remember me and my dad being like, 
wouldn't mind him at United. Yeah. And then obviously when it actually happened, we were like, oh my God, wasn't expecting this. Actually someone that we wanted. We've got, honestly watching him just makes me happy. Like seeing him so far out of the pitch, we are going to expect a couple of clangers for him when he plays that kind of style. But yeah, I just love watching him. Every ball finds a player. Yeah. We've not had that in a while. No. Um, and I just think he's really exciting and I think it's what we've needed. Can you just address that as well, right? Because I don't think, I can't remember that ever happening before. If you guys, you know, you've got to correct me, please tell me. Watching the Champions League final, I presume it's the Champions League final you're talking about. Seeing a player in the Champions League final, thinking he's mint, we should get him. And then we do. Yeah. That summer. Like a yeah. month after the felt final. Felt good. It felt all good. Hey. Yeah, I don't that's, think we've done that before, have we? Crackers, innit? I can't, I can't think of that. I might, it might have done. I might just not be remembering it. But You're shocked off. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but it's, it's a bit like, because I'm with you. I watched him um, in that Champions League final. thought the way he plays, that's exactly what we need. I thought it was time for David De Gea to move on. I know they were still talking about him staying. I don't even think he's got a club, has he, David De Gea? No. Which is sad we talked about it before, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, I think he's... He was he's, looking at Real Madrid, wasn't it? And then that kind of just fell through. It's, you think someone would have him, but anyway, yeah. digress. So yeah, Onana, Dave, what yeah, do you for think? Yeah, for me, I, I'm just glad to have a keeper. I, he didn't even right, have to be that it, good. It, that is mm. a good point, yeah. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> I don't, a keeper. I, Playing without a keeper is I, I, we mental. Just, just needed someone to come and claim balls yeah. and pass yeah. it out with his feet, and he didn't, he didn't even have to be that good. Just As long as you do that, what about, happy. what about keepers that claim Wolves players whilst yeah, not yeah. claiming balls <laughs> as well? If you can do that and not yeah. give a penalty away, I think you're genius. Perfect Man United yeah. player, innit? I don't think I've ever, ever seen a player look more guilty than him. Like, it's just like, his face just said, oh, God, why was this not? I've done it. But thankfully, we got away with that one. Uh, no, I'm with you both. I like the fact he commands his, command his area. I like the fact he um, he can he, he's passing his mint, by the way. Though, he gives bollockings to players as well, which De Gea never did. No. Yeah. You need a bit of that. And I don't feel like one of my, well, my second biggest bugbear of Peter Schmeichel, other than the cartwheels at main road but you know let's get over that come on let's move on it's been 20 years um was sometimes and i think keen has said this and that it felt a bit performative when he was going berserk at certain players it did feel a little bit like okay how much is this is necessity and how much is it just you letting off steam yeah, and yeah, there is the a difference crowd. between your defenders fucking up and then just going grabbing the ball and putting it up david the didn't say anything and i think yeah. that was collective at the time it, it, do you remember like the 5-0 against Liverpool where it was, felt like mm. no one was talking to each other Maguire Shaw De Gea there was no one like going come on lads or you know what I mean you felt like there was no passion was yeah there, or, like... and I, I know I know like obviously it's not just about that but you want to see a little bit more from your players especially in a game like that and when you look at Martinez he doesn't shout necessarily at players but he gets players going Varane gets players going um, Onara obviously you know he's, he's not scared of, of letting his voice be heard mm. So it does feel like we've got a few more people in the defence and at the back who can be uh, vocal as well, which is good to see. Uh, hit that like button, by the way, people. Over 2,200 people watching. We haven't even got to 200 likes yet. Let's get to 400 likes. Um, you can do it. Um, right, so. Mount, underwhelming for you. All right. Meh. I'm all right with it. I'm warming to it, mm. despite his relatively underwhelming start. Andre and Anna, love that signing. Pretty much, if we could have got anyone who was realistic, he'd have been him. him yeah. yeah. So, I'll have that one. Rasmus Hoyland. This is where the plot thickens. Because a very good young player, but still relatively unproven. Dave, I'll start with you. There was, yeah. there was a time when 
we were getting ourselves, or, or I certainly was allowing myself to think we might be in for Harry Kane. Yeah, I think that's the problem with um, it. And that did, obviously didn't happen. But yeah, got he's, like you just said, he's a young, decent player. So, yeah, glad he's here. But I think the majority of people was hoping it would be Harry Kane who was coming instead. I still don't understand why he's gone to Bayern Munich. Yeah, I understand he wants to win trophies and win leagues, but he's that close to breaking the Premier League record. He could have gone afterwards. But, and could have gone for free if he if he stayed at Spurs another year, so I was I was quite convinced he'd come to to us. I just thought he, I, I think he would have been that missing piece that would have helped us win the league again. I I, I talked myself into it. I didn't. I thought we're not getting Harry Kane. Forget that. And then I started talking myself into it, and I started convincing myself that winning the Bundesliga. Right, this is where I, I lost the plot. Um, I think I talked myself into it during a live, like as the video was unfolding. Was I was like winning the Bundesliga with Bayern Munich? It's embarrassing. <laughs> like you know you've, you're embarrassing yourself. You know what is embarrassing? Going to Germany and winning the league with with Bayern Munich. It's like you're better off not doing that. That's seen, what I tried to convince myself that makes any sense <laughs> whatsoever. The behind the scenes of the promo stuff where he's dressing up in the lederhosen and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it, he is really embarrassed doing that. <laughs> Do you reckon he's on the phone with his agent? Like, I don't remember anything about lederhosen when we when we were talking about his move. Um, yeah. Obviously, he goes there. He's going to win the Bundesliga. He's going to have half a chance at Champions League. Um, I don't think they'll win it. I think they're too far behind other clubs, including, unfortunately, Manchester City. But he's got he's got a slight chance. I think they've been they've won it twice in eleven years or something. Aren't they? Is it? Is it? How many times have Bayern Munich won the Champions League? I think it's, they've lost it a couple of times, haven't they? Yeah, they beat PSG, didn't they? A few you years. Know what? They said it in the draw as well last yesterday. Didn't, the did Chelsea beat them as well? Did Chelsea beat? Munich. No, in the final. In the final, it was it was City won it. Chelsea beat yeah. City in the final, which was fantastic. I was a proper Chelsea fan for that evening. Um, there you go. So, yeah, they've won six. I'm just thinking, like, sort of recently. My, my point being, like, you've got half a chance of winning the, the Champions League at Bayern Munich. So, yes, you're going to win the Bundesliga. That's a given. And you have a, a decent stab at the Champions League. So, I get why Harry Kane did it, even though we wish he hadn't done and wish he'd have come to us. But I don't even know if we could have afforded him. I think um, that was the main issue, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, because, you know, Spurs were always going to play hard balls. Because I think it would have been a hard sell for Daniel Levy as well to sell him to a Premier League rival. The Spurs fans would have been going berserk. Um, so, Rasmus Hoyland, he scored 27 goals in his career. So, there's still, you know, he's only young. Mm. I'm not having a dig at the lad. But it shows that he's, you know, he's very unproven. But you can see there's a, a talent there. So that one, you think, okay, it's a striker. We need a striker. Probably not. It's like the other end of the spectrum, isn't it? That with Anana, Anana's like the guy. No matter what you want. Yeah, yeah. Holden's like probably the guy you think you'd have him. Good we'll young player, it. but wouldn't have been top of my my no. um, my picks. Um, then we get this is where it gets a little bit trickier, should we say? So I'll say. By Andy. Well done. Yeah. Now, I know for a, at least seven years you've been banging on about this kid, haven't you? Saying yeah. we've got to go and get him. <laughs> like, when are we going to sign him? Listen, Dean Henderson left. He's come in. Has anyone got an opinion of, or does anyone know anything about him? I mean, if you do, I'm not trying to dismiss you either of you. I, just I, ain't, I ain't got a clue. I mentioned this on the Watch Along on Saturday. I still don't understand why we let Kovar go. If we're going to get someone in like this, Kovar was a perfect person who would have been happy on the bench, maybe playing 21s every now and again. And then being good enough to be the backup goalkeeper. You know, he had a decent um, season last year, winning the league when he was out on loan. I was one of the most up and coming keepers that's going, so I just don't understand why we let him go and then got someone else in. It's typical United, that. I know. Yeah. Why? 
you know, why why nurture a player and see him come good and then mm. keep if him? If it was the other way around and we got rid of him and got Kovac in, we were going, oh, we've just got this amazing young goalkeeper yeah. in. It is a weird one, isn't it? I kind of get it if you're 89, you've got your mind set on something. I understand that. But it did seem a little bit, I know you've been raving about Kovac, so yeah, it did seem a little bit left field, but maybe I also think as well, unfortunately, in the world of Glazonomics, I think um, Bayern Day was 4.3 million and we got 15 million plus 5 million in add-ons for Henderson. So that may be freed up a bit. I, mean, I know we would have had for nothing. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not arguing on that front. My point is like, if he wanted Van Day, he might have gone. Well, I can get this kid in who I want, and also have money left over. So I don't know if that had an effect. It, you know, it's it's a second choice keeper, really, isn't it? For for another second choice or third choice keeper, it kind of makes sense. Um, John Shin's in the chat. Good vibes, John. Says Rasmus Hoyland is a fantastic player, but still young in capital letters and not yet proven. I have faith he'll come good for us. Yes, I'm not dismissing Hoyland or trying to. I'm just my, my point. Of what I want to make with Hoyland is we are going to have to be a little bit patient. I think because he's still young and he's still relatively unproven. We got a young Scandinavian striker years ago, though, didn't we? Ah, yes. Yeah, and he did, he did all right. Yeah, he did, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. So um, it could be the next. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Hoyland in thirty years could be the manager. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> could be getting sacked. Yeah. <laughs> could be the caretaker boss that saves us, and then people spend the next two years debating whether he's good enough, calling him a Danish PE teacher. Um, Norwegian. Is uh, oh I thought wait a minute yeah no oh, no no, no, no he's Danish. No, I thought you were talking yeah, about no, no. yeah oh. get out even I know Ollie's Norwegian <laughs> I thought that's what I was worried about then <laughs> yeah because I thought I'm sure he's Danish no no um right yeah did you get it yeah I'm yeah. with you now I'm with you right. um let's move on quickly um next up on our list is Sofian Amrabat now. We've done him before Regulon, even though Regulon's confirmed, but it doesn't matter. We'll get to Regulon in a minute because it's, it's not not that deep. So, Sofian Amrabat, he's the one that a lot of people, sort of last few days, like, we need to get him in. At one point, it looked like it was going to be, um, what's his name? Pierre-Emile Hoiberg. He looked like he was oh, yeah. moving to the front. I did the news a few days ago. Um, Amrabat had cooled, and it looked like Hoiberg was, was about to happen. Then it sort of switched around. Amrabat has basically done everything he can to make this move happen. He, you know, he, he, a little short of chaining himself to the Fiorentina gates, they've even gotten it. He couldn't have done much more. I mean, he's not been with the squad for about three weeks or whatever it's been. He's made his feelings clear. The club had sort of said to him, right, if you want to go, you can go. You need to make that move happen. He's obviously waiting for United to do it. Fulham were better be interested in him. Other clubs were better be interested in him. He didn't want any of it. He just wanted to come to Manchester United, which I love. Good player from what we gather, from what we've heard. You mentioned as well his passing and stuff like that. How happy are we with this one, Dave? Yeah, it's uh, once another player that we probably needed. But once again, it's players who aren't proven in the Premier League that we've got to worry about. If We've seen it time and time again where you get the odd gem that just hits the ground running and is amazing. Where we've got loads of others that just can't are up to it. But... Fingers crossed he can, I'm being depressed <laughs> Fingers crossed he can be, he can be one that hits the ground running and does quite well. But it's just looking at that, you look at that list of the players we brought in now, you don't, you don't see right, they're going to make winners of the league. Mm. That's, the, that's the issue. Um, yeah, Amrabat obviously spoke about him, you know his talents. Regulon has come in. I mean, is this just a bit of a, so, you know, not being dismissive of the kid, but like, you know, 
what would he do? I think, yeah, I think it's just, let's get him in. <laughs> we need him right now. Thanks. It is, isn't it? We can't, we can't, well, this is MUTV. We're going to sit here and go, yeah, we've got, yeah, you know, yeah, this is amazing. Like, no disrespect to the kid, but he's coming in to basically, you know, replace injured players. That's it. And he's a decent player. We were linked with him, weren't we? Um, a few years ago. When he went to Spurs, um, there was talk of us getting him. And apparently, was it Real Madrid won it? And then Real Madrid won... Um, Real Madrid wanted... Um, some sort of deal where you've got him on loan and there's an obligation to buy. United didn't um, didn't want to go for that. I'm not going to use my, my internet's gone down on my laptop. By the way. Well, it's a code for you, isn't it? Um, cheers. Um, I think I know what it is, but yeah, so sorry. Do get involved in the comments in the chat and I'll try and sort my, um, my internet out so I can read them. Um, so... Lauren, start with you. If you were to rate the incomings, the transfer window, in terms of the players we've brought in, how would you rate it? I think I'd say about a six. A six? Yeah. Yeah? Because I think we've got some good, some unproven, not sure yet. So slightly above average, because we have had quite a few people, you know, the quantity, as we said before, we, you know, we've got a good few, good amount of players in. Yeah. Um, but as we were saying as well, a lot of them are unproven, so we don't yeah. know yet. Um, so yeah, six, just slightly above average. Um, Streets Don't Lie says six is fair. Uh, Mo Motion Flick says seven is fair. Uh, Mancuni 92 sorry, says a six. Ross Murphy says six is a fair window. Uh, Phobos Taco Man says 6.5. Um, Ollie Aston says six, could have been an eight with an extra striker. Lauren says six. What are you saying? I was going to get a solid six. What are you copying for? Do your own homework. Stop cheating. I'm as well. They're copying. Um, yeah. Um, why, why are you saying a six as well? Because I'm not really... It's nothing that's really excited me. Maybe well, the goalkeepers, like, yeah, I was happy with that. Getting a striker in, was happy with that. But it wasn't a striker where you think, I'm going to win the league. We're going to win the league now. There's yeah, nothing there that says we're going to win trophies this year. Yeah. You know, if you put that as a five-a-side team, what are they going to win? They're not the only players that will play for us, by the way. No, but like, the, this the, is, you know what I mean? It's not like that's our new team. They're the safety. And we're only playing they're seven. They're going to change us and make us a better yeah. team. I mean, the thing is, in the transfer window, you can, right? Even though we all love transfers, I love transfers, you can't get enough of them. Um, but you, realistically, you can't bring in like five first no. players in a window. That no, never course, happens. No. Like, even if you rebuild it, usually bring in like two or three first teams if that and then one or two squad players but you want to bring window. in at least one person who's a game changer uh, do you know what right I don't mean to get over egg it but I think Anana's massive yeah yeah I think that's I huge do, no no I, I really do I'm, I agree but I, do, I just think when you look at the football goalkeepers you've got to keep them separate when you okay you're not having you, 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 I think you need a like an outfield player who's just I, I'm, I'm with you I agree with you both and I think for me, the only, I'm, I'm going to go for a seven. And the only reason I'm going to do that is the goalkeeping situation. I think it's massive to get a goalkeeper in to replace David Day because I thought we were going to stick with him. And I love what he's done at the club over the years, but it was time for him to move on. And to get the keeper that seems to fit the, exactly the, what we need, who's played at the highest level, who had that, you know, storm, like you say, in the Champions League run and the final. It just made so much sense that I'm buzzing about that one. Mm. I think one or two of the other signings, you can go... Like we needed a striker, 
going out there and getting a young striker was great. We should have got another striker though. That's the issue. Should have got someone who with a bit of experience. So we we'll lose a few points with that. Bringing in a, a midfielder as well who can hopefully you know rotate or play alongside Casemiro is is, is a big one. The 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 Mount one. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we've got him because the manager obviously wanted him and like you say, he's a good player, but he's not like I'm massively over that. And the rest, the, the, the other goalkeeper and the, the left back, it's a bit nabrainer there. That's what I mean. If you want for Onana, it's in a five. You what? If you want for Onana, it's in a five. I agree with that. I'm the same. I think if we'd have stuck with De Gea and not brought in Onana, I'd have been massively underwhelmed in this transfer window. And I think that that makes a huge difference. Let us know what you think. Right, now I want to talk about outgoings because people don't tend to care that much, do they, about outgoings? They've gone. I outside. really care, this, <laughs> this right. transfer window. Okay, <laughs> well, in that case, we'll start with you, Lauren. Because you really care about um, outgoings in the transfer window. So we've had a few outgoings. I'm just trying to work this out, actually, because my memory is... Well, one player we can talk about straight away. It's not an outgoing, but not renewing David De Gea. Now, I don't want to feel like we're hating on De Gea because we've spoken about him a little bit and we've maybe said, you know, it's time to move on or whatever. But he was a big player for us. First time in um, since 2011. He's not been our number one goalkeeper or he's not been at the club. So what did you make of the fact that we didn't renew? Was that a positive step for you? I think, unfortunately, it was. I'm the same as you. It was, re it was his time to go. He's done huge things for us. Um, while he's, he's been at the club, but I think he just came to the end. He yeah. was making there was more mistakes than there was good by the end, in yeah. my opinion. Or not mistakes, just the quality, such as his passing yeah. and things like that. I think he just dipped a little bit, and I think we probably would have been in the Europa League final if it wasn't for him. Yeah. Um, might have stopped City winning a treble. Yeah. Um, and I know it wasn't just on him, but he, you know, he didn't exactly cover himself. One thing I don't like, right, is I hate seeing players that I've loved and respected going through it and just, just having to defend them and watching him sort of be a shadow of them for themselves and seeing all the criticism they're getting, especially a, a good lad like De Gea, who's obviously a seasoned pro, and he's always, you know, he's got a good attitude, and he always comes out after, every, you know, the Brentford game where he yeah. his hands up and says, look, it's my, my mistake and all that. Um, and you can argue, and I know people have done well, you've got the clean sheet record, but you can see what you can see on the pitch, and it just wasn't really happening for him, so I felt like it was it was a, the right time for him to go. Um, some of these players, I forgot, they'd gone, Phil Jones finally left. I mean, we don't need to get into that, because that would just be silly. What did you make about David De Gea leaving, was that... I think he stayed probably two years longer than he should have done. Okay. Um, the decline in him was, for the past five years was, you know, suddenly going down. I didn't think we played good football when he played. I think even when Henderson came in, people complained about Henderson not making the kind of saves De Gea made, but we played better football. The way we distributed the ball was much better. And I think that for me, that changed my mind on De Gea where I thought we've got to get someone else in. Fair enough. Um, we'll stick on the goalkeepers then. Dean Henderson, eh? I'm quite happy when I think with the mess of was it last season? No, season the end of the season before. You know, with all the leaks and things he was saying, and I just think uh, it just probably would have been a disruption if yeah. he had stayed. I think. Okay, 
I mean, he gave that interview to Nitta Talk Sport mm. where he, he said he'd been treated, the, the way he'd been treated well, was I think criminal. The, I think the issue with him was um, last season, De Gea was supposed to go and he was promised first team yeah. for keeper and then that didn't happen. They sent him out on loan again. He's like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's probably the best time for him to go now. Now Anana's come in, he's obviously not going to be number one, so it's no point of him sticking around. Shame the way it sort of panned out, isn't it? Yeah. Because there was a time when he got in that he was first choice under Ali for that mm-hmm. sort of four or five months. And spell, l- like it? I said, I thought we played much better football when when he played. He, we conceded some goals, but we played better football and scored yeah. more goals. I think he was just probably a little bit too bitter about the fact that he yeah, did And also, he was a, unfortunately, he got COVID at a time when he would yeah, have been yeah. number one. Then he so that sort of threw a spanner in the works on that one. But yeah, time for him to move on. Fred, your mate. What a shame. Pastor what an Fred. absolute shame. Hey, I'm surprised um, you've I not knocked this window down to a you were doing incomings, but yeah. was it was he the greatest of all players of all time? No. Debatable, but you know, he's in the mix. But listen, he was very underrated. I thought he put hundred percent in more than any other player in the team. Um, he always give well, it he his put all. 100% in he's definitely putting more than any other player in the team for most of his time <laughs> at United he was Jesus uh, you know what he always hey. you can tell he, he loved being there as well and I, I just thought he was a decent player he wasn't the best but like I said if you put the effort in you'll always um, mm. be a friend of mine <laughs> very poetic um, sounds like a, a, a Valentine's card <laughs> um, Lauren what did you make it send him to yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a joke that he did. Um, Lauren, what did you make of Fred leaving? Time for him to go, or would you like to see him stick around? Absolutely good. Really? Yeah. Man, I this is like love Fred Fang Fred, on it. No, you? really. Loved him. You're worse than him. I thought you were bad, and now Lauren's taking it up a notch. Honest to God, the start of the season, I've missed him so much. Oh, really? Like, there's some games, like, we could do with him still, just his work great in that midfield. And as you say, like, just the way he tries and he's running and. I just think he was a great squad player for us, and I'm gutted he's gone. Mate. I feel like I understand where you both coming from, but there was always this one, though. Yeah, I just wanted to see him with the. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just wanted to see him with the armband on. That's all I wanted to see. I just wanted to see him with the armband on. That was it. <laughs> Give us one well, game. Yeah, one game. <laughs> like, like, but even Jason Park wore the armband for our game. Do you remember when he had that shot? Was it a spurt? I can't remember what it was. And he went into the low Z, and him and Ollie were laughing, and everyone was going mad. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was like. He's a likable yeah, guy. Exactly. Um, we knew what we were getting with him. Yeah. And sometimes, you I know. I once down in a mix zone and um, they brought him out and he went to Mitten. And I said to the United guy, I said, can I grab him after he's finished with Mitten? Andy Mitten from United We Stand. And um, he said, he doesn't speak English. He speaks Portuguese. He can try. He won't say anything. He won't know what you're on about. Um, and Mitten obviously speaks Portuguese. So I interviewed him. So I just shook his hand and said, like, a good game. He's in pre-season. But yeah, you could tell he's a popular player amongst the, the, the players. Always gave gave his best, did a shift. I think with one year left on his deal and being a 30-year-old, it made sense for him to move on. Yeah. And at times, I know you two both love him, if we're going to be really honest, there were times when the quality probably wasn't quite there. But as someone who can, you know... Shockers, but, yeah, but even when he was bad, I always thought he put the effort in. Yeah, and, and at, at a time when some of his teammates weren't, I think he was one of the few players under Ralph Ragnick who actually yeah. covered himself in any glory. Do you I know think, what I mean? I think he, someone said as well, Fred can have his best game ever in one half of the game and then his worst game in the second half. Isn't it mental as well, right, that Fred would have his best game against City? Like, you put him against Wolves and he looked like he just yeah. won a competition to play for Manchester United. Big game put him player. against De Bruyne and Silva and he dominated the midfield. You're like, at the, Et- uh, the Etihad, you'd be like, what's going on here? 
I, how is this happening? And he did it a few times. So, yeah, I think he'll be fondly remembered, but it was time to move on. Uh, Danny in the Super Chat says, if we stuck with De Gea, would have had more money for a top striker. We're still conceding and not scoring. Brought a young striker, a young second striker, and not top first choice. So he, he's actually in the... He wants to see De Gea. He would have liked to see De Gea stay. Let us know. Do you agree? We've let a lot of players go. Like, a lot of youngsters have gone, the likes of Ethan Laird. There's likes a couple... Of, like, yeah, I'm going to when, when I say youngsters, players that are probably not, you know, early 20s, uh, Ethan Laird, Axel Twinsaby, of course, uh, Zidane was, Iqbal. Um, yesterday, or yesterday or today, Ted and Menge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll get, well, I'm glad you brought him up because he was a player that, even at 18, I remember seeing some people say, get him in. He, mm. Get him in the first team. He's, he's you know, he was 15, captain in the under 18s, just dominating people, yeah. looking amazing, and then. When it, when he was sixteen, was in the twenty ones, looked amazing. Went out on loan. Was it Derby with um, yeah. Rooney? Did really well. Derby. I'm um, burning him his two loans. Yeah, obviously he's a United fan as well. Proper leader. Um, yeah, it's just a shame to see him go. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, it's just sad times. It is sad. <laughs> part of the academy view, wasn't he? He was part <laughs> of the academy view. I remember asking Steve once when his, his Mengi playing for his Derby got a game this weekend, and, he, and, and then Steve messaged him and found out that yeah. way instead of using Google. He messaged <laughs> Mengi and got a reply straight away. I was like, "So what about?" <laughs> um, but yeah, he's gone to Luton. The certain players you want to see succeed. I'll Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Love this kid, so smash it at Luton. Have the career that he should have because, like you say, a leader, great player, great actually, just wasn't happening for him at Manchester United. Um, and he's one of those players that his circumstances were different. If he was in the Fergie era, he might have had a chance. Yeah, be brought I, in gradually, yeah. and then you know, I, I still think if Ollie was still around, yeah, yeah, well. yeah, that's true. I think now, no chance. Um, it's not happening for him. So, um, yeah, the one player who, who come through the academy who went for money though, Anthony Langer. It was started off so well. You did. Rhythm is a dancer. Oh. Anthony Langer, right? It's, bumps. Yeah. <laughs> um, that chant was ringing out everywhere. <laughs> I remember being uh, away at Atletico Madrid and everyone was singing. Obviously, scored there as well. Had a very good sort of start to his United career. Some important goals at Ellen Road, of course. You were always raving about yeah, him on the I, Academy I, review. I you just, would not stop raving about him. I think the issue him. was he never really stepped up to the level he was at, um, mm -hmm. at 18s and 21s. He yeah. was just so dominant like on that left hand side we always talked about they used to cut in and just put in the top corner every time yeah, but he never really got into that when he first went to the first team I thought he struggled 
first five or six games. I, I remember was it the Leicester one at home where he, look, he, look, he just didn't. He looked like he just played it too safe. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Right, but, just five-yard passes and I'm not trying to run with the ball or anything. But I think we ruined him. Yeah, well, yeah. You, Not but, ruined him forever, but at no. United. No, yeah. but the, the issue, I mean, everyone can say, oh, he had a crap career for the first team, you know, Good riddance, kind of thing. He's gone so far as I think he'll do well. But the thing is, he played over fifty times for the first team, which is crazy. I, I never knew that. Yeah, sixty-five. Yeah, which is mental. So, really. uh, sorry, some of them are um, the under twenty-one. So I think so, yeah, fifty-nine appearances. Maybe which is a lot, a lot of appearances. The trouble is, is like when he stopped scoring under Ralph Ragnick, he stopped scoring. He went on this horrible run. I think he's. I think by the time he left United, not scored since February last year or yeah, something like yeah, that. But he was getting picked every week, and he's getting picked ahead of Marcus at times. Mm. You're like, why? Marcus is a proven Premier League attacker. And I, th- this I think at the time it was once again work rate. He was working out of the yeah. Marcus all the time. But I think it, it was counterproductive because I think the team wasn't getting anything no. out. Yeah, of him I, I and agree he wasn't you. getting anywhere. And he used to see him get, sort of being brought on last season, and he'd come on for the last five ten minutes and just barely touch the ball yeah. or he'd be in space and people would pick him out I just I just felt bad for the kid because I think I, his confidence was shot once he stopped scoring that what? was it then he, he couldn't really get back into the swing of things I think he just he started he had a really good patch and then he kind of he had a hype and then he just plateaued and never really improved to what we needed him to to do no I agree I'm going to mention two players quickly before we wrap up Ethan Laird and Ethan Galbraith, two players you used to mm. to, to rave about, especially Galbraith. Um, I saw him at he was at Salford, wasn't he? Yeah, well he's gone to uh, Leighton Orient. Yeah, Neil Ryan's gone there, and right, okay. So I think he's gone with him. Yeah, Galbraith. You know what I thought about him? I thought he was class. Yeah. Um, Ethan Laird, another another, another great player. Top, he's top top lad as well. You know, yeah, very critical of himself, and you know, always put the effort in. I mean. He, uh, 21s and even 18s level I remember a game we won 4-1 and I remember him coming to the side of the pitch his dad used to be at the side of the pitch saying to me oh you know we won 4-1 and his dad's going well, well done he's like no no but we conceded and I like, you know dead disappointed and everyone else is like celebrating the win and he was no wonder we got rid of him with that mentality right? no only that at this club so it's all yeah there's some good players I've, I've seen time and time again play at uh, youth level, so it's sad to see him go. Really, it is. There was a, there was a bit of a question mark of injuries at one point, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah, and and he's played a lot of football last couple of seasons, and that's good to see in it because Cause he he went out on loan as well, and yeah, I don't think he had the best of time out on loan, but yeah, you, you hope the best for him. Uh, Abdullah Ibrahim says, Dave, what happened to the academy review? Will you be doing it again this season? Do you want to bring it? Do you want to do it again? It's um, Jay said we're not allowed to do it anymore. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say I said no such thing. <laughs> I said I wanted to do it and you told me to well, we talked oh. about this on, on Saturday it's because I, I, it's not genuine if I don't watch the games and if I don't watch the games I'm not going to do you it you can't do like mm-hmm. I do just pretend yeah. Yeah. bluster <laughs> Dave actually watched the games and made notes well we'll try and bring it back if Dave can be bothered to start watching the academy 
Do you know what I mean? Realise that this club is actually built on our academy and you know, just the first team and transfers, which is all you seem to be bothered about now. Now you've you've become all, you know, strength for Panic FC. You're worse than Steve. Going to wrap it up there. Um, Jay's Parker, just before I do wrap up, says, Afternoon, Jay. Afternoon, Mr. Pritt. Afternoon, Lauren. Quality brew as per. Thank you, Jay's Parker. Thank you to everyone who got involved in the comments and the chat. Lauren, where can people find you? At Lauren <laughs> underscore page zero seven, I think. Still don't know. Wow. <laughs> okay. Is that, that is it actually Twitter or X? As it's yeah. Um, yeah. You're even worse when it comes to promoting your socials. Right, you on. can find me at Stretford Paddock FC. Then, <laughs> <are they? laughs> right. You brought it up. Have you got a game this weekend? <laughs> yeah. Steve's not here, so you can tell us. Yeah, we've got uh, Mersey Valley tomorrow at two. And then big one against uh, Wigan Town following Saturday at Trollston FC. So in the Manchester area next week come down um, I think I missed this super chat so I'll just read it quickly the one of Pippi says although the window is closing has closed we should already be looking into the winter market for loans we can get and with the options to buy later I love that yeah. thinking ahead January window <laughs> let's focus on that now hey, this is this is done this is old news the, the summer window uh, thanks to Lauren thanks Dave for coming on big thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring the podcast go and check out the link in the description using the code Housen get 20% off and free shipping if you're not doing subscribe to the channel I'm going to be back later on tonight from 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock the last hour of the window myself and Abdullah are going to be here talking through obviously it looks like United's business is done maybe we might get rid of one or two players got Donny van der Beek and Eric Bay players like that but we're going to be looking at what everyone else is doing as well because I personally am hoping that this Saudi bid for Mo Salah comes to fruition because Liverpool losing him on the last hour of the transfer window great, would be that amazing be perfect. but we can but anyway this has been The Brew thanks for watching Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>